Recording. You didn't punch like. Oh, that's fine. Carry on. I'll do the punchline. Sure. Okay. Okay. I'll cut all that bit out. I might not. There's a bit. There's a bit in no, the, the first un, episode. Just undo. <laughs> there's a oh, bit in the no. first episode that like it basically says, "Oh, I didn't know you were recording," and I was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm recording." And I uh, will just cut that bit out, and I just put it really quietly in the intro music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't put this bit in, please. I will not. That's fine. Right. Why did the computer show up late to work? Because he had a hard drive. <laughs> Uplift. Oh. Hello! And welcome to episode 7 of the Inverus podcast. Um, I'm Claire and I'm joined by... Me, Callum! And... And me, Stephen! Yep, the baffling, baffling Blade! Yep, Baffling Blade! The one and Halo only! Halo Master 247! Bass- yeah, yeah Halo Master 247! <laughs> uh, as, as referenced in season 1 of the podcast, he is our special guest tonight um and we're going to be talking about pc building um we do have a drink of the week uh, and it is sangaria white grape juice which i think is japanese i don't actually know we bought it off the japan center website um which i quite like because it means i get a lot of nice japanese goodies i do like my japanese sweets and treats um yeah i'm unsure i can't read any of it so i guess I'll never know. Um, oh yeah, it's Japanese. Origin, Japan. Excellent. I'm going to open mine just now. Give it a good sip. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's... um. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely... I'm opening mine now. Okay. It, it definitely tastes... <laughs> right, okay. So there is a gimmick to this drink. Um, it's grapey, but um, at the bottom of the this can, Callum. Okay. There are actual grapes. No. Full grapes. Yeah. There are grapes in the can. There are grapes in the can. I thought. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, Stephen cannot join us in drinking the (laughs) Sangaria white grape juice. (laughs) No. Because Stephen. Has COVID. Hey! No, <laughs> Which... no, not hooray. <laughs> no, no, not hooray. Um, it is a sadness. Yes. Yeah. Ha- uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, he I... had a mad illegal party with 4,000 no, people. And, and they all just spreading their <laughs> coronaviruses. No, oh, no yes. that's not what happened at all. But <laughs> No. The Stephen variant. No, um, (laughs) (laughs) it's a pandemic, so obviously some people are going to catch the virus. Um, but sadly, it has meant that Stephen has no taste or smell, so there's no point in him tasting a drink to give it a rating at the end. Um, taste like everything else does, yeah, exactly. So, what we're going to do is me and Callum will drink it tonight and we'll give it a rating. Um, and as soon as Stephen gets his sense of taste back. 
he will drink <laughs> the Sangaria white grape drink and he will give us a review and we will share that with you in the episode after he gets his taste and smell yep. back. <laughs> Hopefully next episode. Fingers Hopefully crossed for next episode. episode. Um, that'd be yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. That would um, be nice. So, other than that, Stephen, what have you got going on right now, like? Oh, um... Not, not much. I'm in between universities, so I have free time. Lots of free time. I'm now self-isolating, so even more free time. Um, Extra time to use the gaming PC that you're going to talk about. <laughs> oh, <later>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, should, I should be doing like stuff for my university thing, like get practicing on things, but I, I can't be bothered. I've never been good for uh, doing creative things. Oh, I, I like to play my computer games or watch documentaries. So, um, not actually been doing much. I was actually actually I was actually fixing up a bike. Surprisingly, I was um, I got a bike and I was like, I'm going to go cycling, and now I can't. But I'll wait till after that clears away, and then yeah, yeah, should probably be able to go cycling. That'd be nice. Let's come here and, and cycle with yeah. us because we're going to get look a bike. That's my oh. um, but yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Callum? What have you got going on? Um, this week's just been busy, um, doing you know bossy things and yeah, yeah. center manager. I'm gonna be like you know, <laughs> I've said this a billion times, but I'm the manager now, um, or for the time being. Uh, so really, that's all I've been been doing, trying to do a little bit of music. Um, but by the time I get home, a little less motivated. So um, I've started sleeping in the studio as well um because i have a sofa bed and it's comfier than my actual bed so <laughs> i'm actually sat on my my sofa bed as a bed at right now because it comes right up to the edge of the desk so i can just sit here and if i get tired i'll just lie down i can just you know start snoozing just don't fall asleep oh. during the podcast oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh no, this I, podcast um, is four hours long. Why? Oh, Callum forgot to stop recording after he fell asleep. Um, yes. And he didn't edit the thing, so he just put it out the way it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, I have done very little for the last week. Um, weirdly, and I think it's because things are starting to ease off a little bit in terms of restrictions. Whether that's a good idea or not is, um, you know... Maybe not for me to say. My personal opinion is that it's probably not the best idea. But um, no, with things easing off, um, I have a great many friends who have been constantly messaging me going, oh, let's meet up, let's do stuff. Um, so as a result of that, like for the next few weeks, my, pardon me, my calendar is completely full. Um, I have so much stuff on. Um Obviously, I'm not going to any crazy parties or doing anything irresponsible. It's all like outdoor meetups and things um, because I'm too scared to even go to Glasgow right now. Um, I know a lot of my friends have been like, oh, let's go to the pub in Glasgow for the afternoon. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. Not for me. Um, Not that I'm judging. I get it. We've been locked up for a long time. I also watched the football. I don't know if either of you watched the football. Uh, I did but watch I watched the, the football. football. Yes. Yeah. She watched me bits. Um, I was very happy. That Italy won. Oh, yes. Not because I'm like, oh, I hate England. I actually really like the English team. I just, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, the way that the media surrounding the English team 
happens. Um, not just that, but my work did a sweepstake and I won 48 quid because Italy won because I drew Italy on the sweepstake. Oh, so there wow. you go. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, wow. I'm not a huge football fan, but I was I was overjoyed. Overjoyed I that Italy won. Really sorry for that. Um I can't remember his name. I I don't know anything about football, but that he was like what nineteen and taking that penalty. Yeah, the old boy that um, missed the penalty. And I think he got a lot of abuse as well, which is a bit garbage. Well, so. I think two of the other players uh, got suffered like racial abuse and stuff after, and I think it's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's part of why. And I'm not saying that football fans are like this because I myself am a sports fan. We have talked about sports on this podcast. If you haven't listened um, to it, go back and listen to it right now. It pause, has, pause, and, and just go back. Yeah, yeah. It, it has, in my opinion, that episode has the best intro music from season one. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I do think that in any sports fandom, there is an element of toxicity. Um, and in, in hockey, you know, there's an element of racism to, to the, the fan base. Um, and that's true of football too. Um, and I think as well, growing up in the west of Scotland, not to get too heavy before we've even got mm. to the topic today, <laughs> but um, I think growing up in the west of Scotland, you know, you're exposed to that whole Celtic and Rangers thing and the sectarianism oh, and yes. all of that. Um, and I think because of that, I've kind of really distanced myself from football mm-hmm. <laughs> from a very young age. You know, I've always just been like, oh, well, that's not for me because bad stuff happens to people um, sometimes because they support the wrong team, inverted commas. Yes. Um, and you see that the, the way that a lot of the fans have been carrying on um, during a pandemic, you know, oh, it's, it's a bit know. much. Yeah. Uh, and it's a shame because it makes all of the good fans look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's all you hear about as well, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... You were saying obviously that you 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 didn't want England to win because you were you were you were going to get that sweepstake from Italy. I was mm-hmm. very much on the side that I didn't want England to win because I wanted to upset those extreme fans. It's <laughs> like so you I don't just, deserve it. You don't deserve it. <laughs> oh, you see all these pictures. I was actually I had had a whole bunch of different pictures of people tattooing like it's coming home onto themselves oh, and God. stuff, and you're like, uh oh, it's <laughs> not coming home. It's not going home. home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's quite funny. I mean, uh, it's. I have the things like as you're saying, there are good fans and there are bad fans. Um, I've, I've, yeah. I, I don't, I've never been a fan of football either. I think no. as a kid, the thing is, it isn't even just sports. I think like if you take any fandom ever from the internet that people are passionate about, you are yeah. gonna have good fans and bad fans. Fans that do good stuff, fans that do bad oh, yeah. stuff, in oh, the name yes, of their 100%. their fandom, you know. Um, and yeah. I don't think sports is actually any different from being like a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's exactly the same thing. It's yes. just a different sort of ballpark um, and different kinds of people are drawn to those things. Um, some people yeah, that, suck that was... and some people don't. That's just life. <laughs> just the sucky life. ones are louder. <laughs> um, I, feel, I feel like that was a, a good classic Inverus tangent. I'm proud mm. of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So... Obviously, we're talking about computers. Um, yes, that's stuff. today's topic. That is today's yes. topic. All of us, I think, have built our own computers. Yep. Our current machines. I think um, we're all using computers that we have built right this minute. Yes. Yes. 
Um, which is which is a nice thought. But we've built them for very different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm very interested to see like what everyone's sort of choices when buying things and putting together and specking it out and whatever um, come based on on those differences, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, we'll start. We'll start with Stephen. Just out he is of our light. honored guest. He is oh. our honored guest, and I think he is probably the person here with the highest spec PC. Oh yeah, and probably oh, the yes, best 100%. PC. Yeah, the most powerful machine. Um, so, yeah. Yes. Um, so, do you want me to explain my reasoning and then give the parts, or should I explain uh, the parts and then give the reasoning? Yes. One of those yes. things. Yes, <laughs> one do of one of those. Okay. Um, right. Uh, yeah, so my PC, I built with the intention that I needed it for university, though... That that is a legitimate reason why I built my PC was for my uni work. Most of it's for games. I like my games and I like to use it as an excuse <laughs> for the I play games in high quality. But uh, I I I think I, I spent a lot of money on my PC and it's a bit uh, awkward to explain. Obviously, just how just how much money I spent on it. Um, so uh, my PC consists of. Uh, Ryzen 9 5950X, so that's the processor. Um, it's got 32 gigs of RAM, and it's got an RTX 3090 graphics card. Ooh. Yes. Um, good Good job uh, getting one. That was... Uh... I know, oh, yes. odd. Well, that, that, that was the thing. Um, I, I was, I'd planned to get a 3080. That was the original intention, because I felt like I could never afford a 3090 in the first place. So I thought I'll go 3080. That should be fine. It'll do me obviously for like GPU rendering for university stuff. You know, it should be all be fine. Uh, it turns out that uh, I couldn't get one. Um, I think it was like four months after trying to get a 3080. It just never showed up. I could never get one. I actually got one in my basket once for like 600 pounds. And then it turns out that it was actually an error and the website didn't actually have any in stock, but it let you put it in the basket anyway. That was a bit disappointing. Um, then randomly after searching a 3090 appeared and i sat there thinking oh oh it's only like technically i was like oh it's only like 400 pounds more expensive than what's already going to be spending <laughs> only, <laughs> oh my god only, it's only, only that it's I mean, only 400 pounds more expensive <laughs> listen if anybody listening to this does not know the pain of what it's like right now trying to get a graphics card yeah. you're gonna learn quite quickly listening to this what it's like oh yes uh it, it had been four months i i never had it i was like I, they were getting more and more expensive and then this was like the founder's edition rtx 3090 i'm like this is this stuff people are really really wanting and i'm like mm-hmm. it hasn't sold out in like 10 seconds flat like everything else was doing so I was like, I don't actually have the money for this because I'd budgeted for something much more cheaper. Ooh, um, mm-hmm. So I ended up phoning up my mum and dad and was like, could I borrow this many hundred pounds off of you, please? And I'll pay you back when I get paid. And they, they were like, actually, we do actually have the money at the moment if you can promise to pay us back at this point. Because I knew I'd been searching for so long and it, like, it uh-huh. was going to help And lot, you did so. need it. It was, you I, know, like you do need a high spec graphics card for the university course yes. that you're doing and the work that you are planning to do once you graduate uh, uh, as well. Yes, exactly. Um, in fact, that's the thing. Um, after getting my graphics card, well, actually, before I got the graphics card, the processor itself, because the processor is 
very expensive as well. Um, it's like the top end AMD one. Um, that saved my bacon for one of my assessments because I had my old PC set up and I was rendering out this lighting for one of the classes. It's advanced texturing, lighting and rendering. And it's like you had to, we had to render like essentially light coming into a room from the outside only. But it, it poses a lot of problems because we got given a model that's like not very useful, not not very good model for this kind of thing. But we had to work creatively past it. Um, and the more lights that you use, it increases the render time because you've got a lot more lights reflecting off like the materials and bouncing right. and all that stuff. So it, it makes it a lot more harder to render out the scene. Uh, I had to make, I think it was like five or six images uh, for this first half of the assessment. Technically it's 12 images overall because it's the second half to the assessment. Um, but it took on my PC to render one image over six hours. And if I'm rendering 12 images, like six hours, that's like, that's over, you know, like 72 hours it's going to take to get all my images I need. And this isn't including when it renders out, finding out you've got huge issues with the render and you have to redo yeah. it. So, and my deadline was getting closer and I'm like, this is, this is unbelievable. Like I either I have submit something that's totally horrendous, but I have enough time to do it or I go way over the time limit um, and then lose all the percentage of the mark. So I ended up that, I had the processor and all the other parts of my PC except the graphics card. So I actually used the new processor and stuff, uh, my new PC, without the graphics card to do the CPU rendering. And it cut the images down from six hours to, I think it was 28 minutes, I think it took. My God, that's insane. That's bonkers. So that's, that's insane. So that makes a difference. So that makes no a huge difference. You have the best, like, that's insane. Like, if somebody told me, oh, this thing that you have to do at work, uh, if you have this one thing, it'll like make your work take a fraction of the oh, time. Yeah. yeah, I would totally do it. I would totally uh -huh. spend money for that shortcut. Uh, um, so it, it, it saved my bacon. Um, that's insane. It, actually, it meant that I could stuff. So it's 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 one of those things. Like it is usable. Like my PC absolutely is very good for all the stuff I need it for. Uh, so the GPU rendering, for instance, the graphics card, not the oh I say GPU rendering the the. the the modeling software I use, um, Maya, which is a program that is like the devil made himself and it's like ancient <laughs> and it doesn't work and I hate it. And it's industry standard and I despise it. Um, it doesn't support GPU rendering um, properly, whereas Blender, which is free, um, yep. which is a free that, that Blender is phenomenal and it's free and it, it works better than Maya. It is a magical piece of program. Like, I've, um, I've messed around awesome. on Blender and it is, it's fun as well. Like I think that's oh, the yeah. thing. It isn't just that it's super useful and great, it's just fun. Mm -hmm. You can do literally anything with it though. So um, for a while, sorry, little tangent. Um, Okay. Before I discovered um, Reaper, which is, you know, my favorite thing in the world, um, I I started just like saying, oh, I'll just do it in Blender. Why not? Well, I'll do some audio production in Blender. And audio actually, production in worked, Blender. It worked fine. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> there um, you go. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's for 3D modeling, but you can you can video edit, you can you can produce audio in it, and you can, you can do everything in it. It's just finding mm -hmm. out how to do everything in it yes. is the is the secret that um, yeah. is yeah. very elusive. <laughs> it's uh, Blender is a fantastic program. It's open source, so it means people can develop more for it. Um, they can add things, like for instance, with Maya as a comparison. Um, 
it's built on code that pretty much hasn't changed since it was built in like the 90s. Uh, you sit there, you've got these like different features that don't work anymore properly because it's not supported, but still exists. And you can find ways to get into it. Like you can open up different menu substructures and it takes you to the old style menu there because it still exists somewhere in the, old, the whole system. But it's like, you, you'll make something. I, I, I'll, I'll do it all the time. I'll end up making an object. I'm like, I'll cut a shape out of this object. And then I'll be like, okay, now I'm going to duplicate this object. And then the whole program crashes. It just, just closes this. It's all gone. And then it, it, it crashes a lot. Crashes desktop stuff. Because it's got all these little things you're meant to do. It turns out I was doing something wrong. You're actually supposed to clear the previous cuts and stuff. Otherwise, the program doesn't know what it's doing when you duplicate it. And you're like, we're living in the year, you know, 2021 now. It's like, surely, surely they'd have like, you know, maybe <laughs> do this automatically if it's going to crash. You know, maybe have something there. Oh, Whereas you, play, you use Blender and Blender just works. Blender's great. You do everything with Blender. And it just, it's just, it's so nice. But yeah. Um, Maya with my GPU turns out I didn't support GPU rendering, whereas Blender does. So it would also have made my thing a lot faster with my old PC had I used Blender. Um, but we were I was using Maya because that's what we're being taught on. So, yep. but the processor itself it saved my life, like saved my 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 class thing with that. Like that was, that was I'm so happy I was actually able to use it. Um, yeah. So it's, it's nice. the so, AMD processors. Um recently have been fantastic oh yeah yeah um because yeah. i have a much less good one <laughs> <laughs> um but i'll get to that when we're talking about my pc um what have you got in terms of memory uh so ram memory or do you mean like storage capacity uh, uh, both both so 32 gigs of g skill 3600 i think megahertz it's uh the ram is very it's, it's very fast so it's it's very nice uh it works better because with the amd processors i think the faster your ram is the better your amd cpu can actually mm -hmm. you know run things mm -hmm. better like is it it works in tandem it, it's very useful um and then for storage i i still do something which actually christopher I can already Christopher's my older you. brother, and he's like yes, uh -huh. the king of PC building, in my yes, opinion. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> if he was up for podcasting, which I don't think he is, I would have had him on to also oh, yeah. discuss. But um, yeah, he's like God tier PC oh, yeah. building. Like, he knows everything. He's like mm -hmm. insane. You can just phone him, and he is like a resource book. He is so up to date with everything. Everything. Everything, yes. It's like uh, he—he's the reason why I even got into PCs. I think in the first place because as when I was younger, Same. he would talk to Same. me about all the PCs, how PCs work, and explain all these different things. And most of it would just fly past my head, and I'd be like, "Uh huh, that's an interesting word. I don't understand any of this." And then over the years, I think some of it stuck. Well, a lot of it did stuck. You just absorb. I, like, I think yeah, because absorb, you've yeah, like a so many times. Yeah. Like, ah, that's what this is. Ah, that's what he was saying. I understand this now. And then obviously yeah. you start to do it. And then, you know, uh, it's, so it's very, very good. But Christopher's probably, he, he, he already explained that he despises hard drives. He hates them with such a burning, fiery passion. Oh, yes. I still use them because big storage, cheap, you know. Same, I, I same, like, same. Mm -hmm. I live life dangerously, you know, with these big, giant, chunky hard drives. Um. So storage-wise, I think all together, all of my storage devices, I've got something like 
I think about 17 terabytes storage. Oh, oh, man, I need your storage, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I need it too. <laughs> so oh. I've got, most of that's mixed between different things. I've got an M.2, one terabyte M.2 uh, SSD, which is my main drive. Yeah. That's for like games I really like that have the honor of being on my main drive. And for obviously fast operating stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then mm, I've got a couple of solid state drives uh, that are generally about 500 gig, you know, a couple 120 gigs. So, so a few ones here and there. But all my big hard drive space is like external hard drives. I've made either internal or still use externally, which is like mm -hmm. 10 terabytes. And the other one, because I've got a 12 terabyte hard drive external that's plugged in, and I've got a five terabyte that's internal. And then I've got another like couple terabytes here and there. So. It's a mix. It's a hodgepodge. If one of the the hard drives fail, the big one fails, then you know it's it's going to be a pain in the neck. But generally, hard drives like to give you some warning before they die, so you're usually prepared. But yeah, I, I use a mix of stuff. So that's my storage stuff. Is mm, that's good. Uh, what about cases? Uh, I know this isn't. Ooh. I know this isn't like strictly speaking that important. I suppose it is if you're oh, talking yes. about like oh. ventilation and stuff. Yeah. But like in terms of aesthetics, Stephen, what do you go for? Are well, you like is... a rainbow PC or uh well I RGB is life. For me, I love my RGB. <laughs> uh, I, I know I know people RGB. will sit there and go RGB yeah Cal. <laughs> He's like a little black box child. He's like, no, no, no RGB. There will be no I, color. There is no, no color rainbows. on my desk. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I have, um, so my case has built in RGB to begin mm. with. My, my, my case is the Enthu Evolve. Uh, it's Fantex. So it's Enthu Evolve. Ah, I can't remember the... the, the proper like name of it but essentially it's it's tempered glass it's got a side panel it's a new updated version because i used to have an old one it's brushed aluminium gunmetal colored right? it's got Ooh. nice ventilation on it um the tempered glass is really clean and really nice and large but it's a uh, it comes with like rgb on the front and sides uh, which can link up with the motherboard and i've got set up with like other parts the processor has a closed look cooler which is the nzxt H something something something. Can't, I could not tell you the actual <laughs> name, but it's, it's the uh, it's not the newest one, which allows you to play gifts like on it. Because I oh want my the, god, oh, that'd that, be that's, that's the newest one. Okay, <laughs> no, they, they honestly look amazing. I but... think you've converted Callum. <laughs> no, I can I could get away with like if just like it, it would have to be like monochrome, <laughs> but I've well, you, could do monochrome. you could do a monochrome. a little you could... like gif just playing all the time. Oh yeah, you could absolutely set that up. You could you could set it up to be monochrome. It's like people people have it. They have gifts. The, the best one is the one with like He Man with the Hey Yeah Yeah song or whatever it is. It's oh my god! On it, which I think <laughs> I looks amazing. Want, I would want those skeletons. You know the spooky scary skeletons. Scary. Yes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want. I, I would want a gif of that and the skeletons oh, yeah. dancing. That's what I would want. So those are really cool. But the problem was that it was very expensive. Was the problem? So and I you'd already, already spent quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I was already way over budget. So uh, ended up I went with the one before it, which it's actually has the infinite glass, the infinite mirror essentially. So they've got a one-way mirror. Um, on the on the outside that has a mirror on the inside and it's got leds around the on the edge so it actually spins around and goes deeper than the pc goes so you can sort of oh, reflect so back on itself. so it's really cool so i've got that set up um and then it's like i've got my ram is all light up my ram all changes rgb stuff so i've got that 
I bought like this um, Lian Lee cable RGB, so the motherboard RGB. <laughs> well, motherboard cable going into my, you know, the big 24 pin motherboard, that's got yep. RGB on it. So that spins around with the whole thing, and all of it's a nice red, sort of pulsing, Ooh, spinning thing. So it looks... I need to actually get you a bit, show you a video of it. Um, yeah, yeah if do. you send if you send us a video, we will put it on the Inverus Twitter. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll put all our when, builds when the up episode... on the the Twitter. If you go, give us like a, a desk shot and like your PC. Yes. And people can uh, rate. <laughs> Everyone's rings. <laughs> Red off PC builds. Um, okay, so um, unfortunately, after talking about Stephen's build, yeah. uh, I think everything's going to get a bit more boring in terms of spec. Um, yeah, it's all downhill from here, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've just pulled up my save part list on PC Part Picker, which if you are going to build a PC, if you're planning to build a PC... Uh, I recommend PC Part Picker just to see what works together. Um, it's a good starting point um, in terms of parts, and it tells you the prices of the parts as well. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you can find them cheaper elsewhere if you do a little dig. But as I said, for a beginner, I think PC Part Picker is a great website. And gives um, you a good baseline as well. And, you know, yeah. the yeah. handy red text of, oh, this CPU will yeah. not plug into this motherboard. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, it pretty much tells you exactly the standard of PC builder I am because this is the first thing that I've ever built myself. My last PC was I gave my brother, who is the god of PC building, uh, I think like 700 quid. And I was like, build me something. And he came back and he gave me a PC that lasted eight years. Um, <laughs> and I was really happy with that, you know. Um, and it only recently, I say only recently, it started dying, basically. Um, I think I fried two graphics cards. I can't remember what my original graphics card was, but it fried that. And then I got, I think it was a 660 Ti. Um, oh, that was that, my 660 Ti, I think. I th no. Oh, was it not my one? No, this was Christopher's old one. Which might, and, have, been, it might have actually been my. Or, or... It fried in my PC and it died. Oh. And then he gave me your old one from your very yes. first PC build. I think it was yes. a 570. Oh, yeah, you're right. 560. I think it was, it was a 560. 560 Ti, I think it was. Yeah, I think um, it was. And that was actually in my PC, even up until I replaced that PC. So I replaced that PC recently. Uh, I got an AMD Ryzen 5 uh, 3600, which is way not as powerful as yours. But it's, still, it's, a, it's still it's very a good. Fantastic processor. It's great. 100%. And um, for the price as well, it is yeah. phenomenal. Um, I have a, I think it's an MSI B550 with built in Wi Fi uh, for my motherboard, uh, which I got because I was like, oh, built in Wi Fi, that's great. The built in Wi Fi doesn't work. Uh, oh. I had to get uh, I had to get one of those um, Wi-Fi boosters that plug into the wall and then plug an Ethernet into it and then plug that into my computer <laughs> because the Wi-Fi doesn't work. Uh. Um, it's not that it doesn't work; it does. It's just very patchy. Um, right. Okay. And it wasn't ideal. No. Um, I have two sticks of eight gig RAM, so it's sixteen gig. Um, I have a terabyte solid state drive, um, two terabytes of hard drive, um, 
and my graphics card right now. So I was building this PC and I, I, I couldn't get a <laughs> graphics card. Um, and then I was like, do you know what? I can't get a graphics card, but I'm going to wait for the RTX 3060 to come out because that's way better than what I've got right now. Because at the time, as I said, I was working with a 560 Ti um, that was like 11 years old. Um, so I was like, you know, I need a new graphics card. I'm running a lot of games here at like lowest settings to just get them to work. Um, and I couldn't get one. And I couldn't get one. Uh, and I think I waited about a month. And then Christopher, he messaged me going, I just got a graphics card. And I was like, can I have your old one? Because <laughs> 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 I was that desperate. Uh, so right now I have a 1660, um, which it's not terrible. You know, I can, I can run games at really high specs. Um, you know, I don't have 4K and I don't have, and I don't care because I'm not someone who cares really about playing on the highest settings too much. I just, I want to play games and make them look at least relatively nice. Yeah. Um, because ultimately I did get this PC for the most part to play games. Um, yeah. But I also like to dabble on like digital art. I do a bit of uh, audio recording uh, every so often. Um, so, you know, this setup is, you know, perfectly fine. It's like a mid-tier. Um, but the thing that's really upsetting me right now as I am looking at the price of a GeForce GTX 1660 right now, and the cheapest one available is £389.99, which I'm pretty sure that's more than the RRP for the 3060 that I had wanted. Yeah. Which is crazy to it's me. It's bonkers. Absolutely oh, yeah. mental. The market is um, nuts. It's bananas. Basically, mm -hmm. you it's cannot so get a, a decent graphics card right now. Uh, and the ones that there are, are like maybe three times recommended yeah, retail price. Yeah. Um, and even, even all the oldest graphics cards as well, like the older ones, like they're, they're also flying up in price because no one can get mm -hmm. anything. It's well, awful. It's really, really bad. Um, the yeah. fact that I even managed, obviously I got one off my brother because he somehow managed to get, I think mm -hmm. it was a 3070 he got. Yeah, I think. It, was it was, yep. It was the RTX 3070, um, which is a solid, solid one. I think he wanted, I think he was after something else, I'm pretty sure, and then it was... I think he just went with what got, was available. He went with what was available <laughs> with that. Because you, can't, you can't do it any other way right this second. You're never going to mm -hmm. get exactly what you want unless you are a robot. <laughs> yes. Um... Okay, what about Callum's PC? Oh, My oh, before oh, we move on, actually. Oh, oh, oh. I have a little bit of RGB going on. Oh, not not to the extent of Stephen. Right now, it's just red. Um, I want yeah. to switch it up to green, but I don't have built-in stuff. I have a really basic case. Um, it does have, like, a tempered glass side, but it's, like, not clear. It's, like, this... Um, it's got, like, a grey on it. So it is see-through, you can see through it, but it, it isn't immediately obvious that you can see through it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But when the lights are on inside of it, it looks incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, because you can't actually see all the bits, you can just see the lights. Yes. 
and I think it looks great. Oh, um, yeah. But right now, it isn't RGB in the sense that it's RGB because it's just a coloured fan that I have in with R. LEDs in. <laughs> yeah, it's just R. Um, but I want it to be green, so I have to replace all of my fans with green LED fans so that I get the colour that I want. But oh, it's just dear. because I'm cheap. Like, I could yeah. buy a new case with built-in RGB that was really fancy all singing, all dancing, but just buy Honestly. Um, LED strips and just, just like yeah. sellotape them yeah, on. Yeah, just done. <laughs> Cheap's better than good. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, no, dear. Um, but I do have an RGB keyboard and mouse that I got for Christmas that I love very, very much because you can program what colour it is and stuff, and I love it. Oh. Um, but yes, now we can talk about Callum's setup, Callum. which again is probably slightly better than mine. Um, not superior to yours uh it's basically it's almost the same actually um so uh obviously i want to use my well when i was building it my intention was i need this for audio recording so it doesn't need to be the beastinest of beasts but mm. it's nice to have um nice things uh so I have myself uh Ryzen 7 30-something, 3700X, um, which, is, which is nice. It does the job um, for audio, especially when you're running lots of um, VSTs and different plugins and stuff. Um, more cores is more important than the clock speed of those cores. Um, so that's literally, I was like, ah, this is the most affordable, well, in my budget that has the most cores, I'm buying that one. Uh, so I did. Um, 32 gig of um, whatever low profile um, fast Corsair RAM. I think it was 3600 uh, off the top of my head. Um, running in quad channel, if people care about that sort of thing. Uh, and yes, like clear, I have the 1660 Super. Um, which is, I literally bought it because I was like, ah, I need a, gra I need a graphics card because at the time I was using a 770, um, which, first of all, I love that card. That card is my favorite card in the world. Everyone should own a, a GTX 770. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even to this In 2021. Day. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Everyone just go out and buy a 770. It's probably way too expensive, actually. It's probably way too expensive right now. <laughs> I should probably saying. sell it for like 400 quid. Oh, um, but no, yeah, so I, I literally bought, and I think I got it for less than 300 quid. So um, the prices now are just a wee bit wonky. Um, but I am unfortunately going to have to upgrade that at some point, um, which is annoying because you can't buy graphics cards. No, see, my, my plan with getting that secondhand 1660 was I will wait until they are more available and then I will just buy a new one. Um, because <clears throat> I bought this graphics card from my brother for a fraction of the price of what it is available mm -hmm. online for right now. Um, but you know, I'm willing to actually spend, like I had a budget of about 500 for a graphic. That was a maximum budget. I would obviously prefer to just spend a bit less than 500, yeah. but, um, my absolute maximum was 500. So it wasn't like I didn't have a decent budget for a graphics card. It's just there were no graphics cards yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't going to spend 500 pounds on one that wasn't worth 500 pounds. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, it's just shocking. But um, yeah, so recently I've been getting into a wee bit of cinematography and stuff like that. 
Um, I've been playing around with uh, this camera, the Canon EOS M, which is like a 2012 camera, but there is a very intelligent human being who created something called Magic Lantern, which is basically a software hack for um, old, older EOS cameras. And uh, there's a few other ones um, that are included in the list. Uh, you should check out the website if you're interested. Um, but it basically kind of unlocks a lot of the features that the kind of pushes the camera to its like max capacity um sacrificing probably quite a bit of battery life but that's okay um so i'm working with um magic lantern raw um which means the file sizes are huge um and editing them is a bit chunkier on the the, the old graphics card there um so I am going to have to buy a new graphics card at some point. Um, like like you said, um, you you spend, you know, two hours waiting for something to render as opposed to 20 minutes waiting for something to render. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, think, I think a lot of people, especially people who aren't going into, like, you know, creative um, hardware-intensive areas, they look at the price of, like, two GPUs and go, like, why would anyone spend... 700 pounds in a gp like my whole computer costs less than that um when you know that for the sake of saving 72 hours over a week um it's it's a big deal um and yes it isn't just that because i know people go oh but can you not just go and get yourself a cup of tea while it renders yeah you can (laughs) but six hours later covered in tea (laughs) how many cups of tea but no like the thing is, you can go away and do something else. Like you could turn on your Xbox and play your Xbox if you want it. If you have an Xbox, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but like the thing is, it's it's the difference between being able to do a couple of different things in a day and just doing one. Because yeah. if you're spending six hours rendering something and you have something else to do, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to do it the next day. You're not gonna be able to do it like when you finish yeah. this one, um, unless you are my brother. To, you know, 3D prints things that take like 48 hours oh, yes. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly different uh, from, from rendering, but you know, yeah. same yeah. idea. Uh, it takes lots of time. Same idea, yes. The, the, and similar to rendering, if something goes wrong at the very end of those six hours, it ruins oh, all of Oh my God. Hours. Oh no, could you <laughs> imagine? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure you can. I don't have to imagine. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Stephen's like, it has happened to me. It has happened, yes. <laughs> both, with 3D, both with rendering and with, because I also have a 3D printer as well. So it's one of those that it's when something goes wrong right at the very end after all those hours and you're like, uh, you just want to you just want to go back into bed and you're like, I can't be volunteering with this. This is, I'm not dealing with this at all. Mm. Um, it happens. It's one of those things. But yeah, it's, 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 it might seem ridiculous to spend so much money on something, but then, as you're saying, the fact that if, if it saves you that or an entire day to do other things, like but, it's a big thing. Um, especially remember... if it's your income as well. Like mm. exactly, because it will be Stephen's income once he graduates. Hopefully, you yes, know. Hopefully, yeah. Um, but but it, it isn't just that. Like the way I tend to justify it to inverted commas normies, I hate that word. But you know, like <laughs> people people who do not build PCs. That's that's probably a better term for it. But like, um, I remember somebody asking me because this was back in the day when I gave my brother seven hundred pound and I was like, Oh go go build me a PC, you know. 
And they were like, why would you spend £700 on that? Could you not just buy a laptop for like 250 Um, And I was like, well, it's my hobby. You know, it's even if you're not using it for work, if you get value from that mm -hmm. and it's your money that you've worked for, you can really spend it whenever you want. Um, And the, the way that I see it is like, well, how many times... I mean, this is from personal experience. But how many times uh, do you go to the hairdresser to get like a fun haircut? Uh, I don't need to cut my hair. Like, I'm quite happy to keep my hair growing. I have grown my hair, not gone to the hairdresser for like two years at a time. But like these days, I maybe go to the hairdresser like four or five times a year. Um, and because I get like fancy color in my hair and stuff, it's quite expensive. It can run up to like 120 quid pop. Um, and see if I said that in, in my work, for example, to somebody, they might go, yeah, that's a bit expensive, but I wouldn't raise eyebrows in the same way that me spending that much money on a computer would. But that's the way I justify it to them. I'm like, well, how much would you spend getting your nails done? How much would Ooh. you spend on a mm -hmm. big girl's holiday to Ibiza or whatever? Yeah. Um, not that I'm judging those things. I think those things are perfectly acceptable. But I think they're perfectly acceptable in the same way as spending seven hundred pounds on a computer is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Um, even just as a hobby, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. you may if you if you have money and you have that disposable income, you may as well spend it on things that make you happy. Um, yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's absolutely because it's like I think a lot of times when people get. Like people are shocked when you spend money on something they don't understand. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like, if it makes you happy, it's like there's nothing wrong with it in a sense. Um, so it's well, that's a good point. Yeah. Yep. I, um, I know that people buy phones for like thousands and thousands. I was shocked. Well, that's when I it. That, like, like bad news phones cost so much. Brand new phones are cost over a thousand pound. Like, oh yeah. Uh -huh. But. When you when you consider the fact that that's just a computer in your pocket, though, yeah, like it kind of really... makes sense to me in that way. But like, I would never spend that in a phone. No, <laughs> I'm a total cheapskate. I buy all my um, phones yeah. secondhand, and <laughs> yes, like I I only just recently stopped doing contract phones. Um, right, because I think I was with EE or something, um, and I had a phone contract, and it was like fifty quid a month, and obviously that's far more affordable. Than oh just drop like eight hundred and fifty quid on a new phone you know because mm -hmm. I can't afford that but there are you know budget options out there for people that are great like um is it OnePlus is that what they're called yeah 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 um because I was looking at them recently uh because they have an option that's like two hundred pound or something um and it's a decent phone you know mm -hmm. I mean this is me who has like a four year old Google Pixel. <laughs> Um, that is just barely hanging on to life because I just can't, in my head, justify spending that money on a phone. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Which is strange, as you're saying, because you know, happy to drop tons of money on a new graphics card. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is. It's, well, uh, my my phone, I I get hand me down phones. I get them from Elena. Elena's a loving. A loving caring sister who's like mm -hmm. doesn't want money for it she just gives me her old phone when she gets a new one so i end up jump making huge leaps in like technology phone wise and um, like this <laughs> phone for instance my last one was like i think technically it would have been the galaxy s4 i think before oh yeah yeah um but that broke so i ended up going back down to the note 2 
Oh, God. So wow. I was stuck on a Note 2 for a very long time. And then Elena gave me her this phone now, which is like the S8 Plus. So going from having like a phone that can barely uh, like, you know, run programs anymore and like to turn itself off and stuff to suddenly have a phone, I can read my emails on the main screen. It's like huge leap in technological. It's like, you know, it's like, this is amazing, but it's still We're very living old. in the future. Phones, phones do move pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Um, because as I said, I'm using this like old Google Pixel. I think it's like Google Pixel Two, and it works. You know, I can, I can, I have got apps on my phone. I can do stuff. But like uh, Elena, I actually seen Elena a couple of weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. she came over to my house because yes. uh, she was allowed. It was so good. Oh. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, like seeing some of the things that her phone was able to do when she was here, and I was like, uh, excuse me. I want to be able to do that with my phone. Um, but it, it isn't just that; it's like tablets as well. Obviously, this isn't mm-hmm. PC building. We're kind of off topic, but um, technology. Uh, I mean, but yeah. technology. Um, but like, my mum got a brand new iPad recently, um, and I hadn't seen it. I just knew she had it. She got it during the pandemic, um, and the first time she came over to my house, when restrictions eased a little, um, she, like she was showing me Procreate on the ipad that program is incredible it's like basically just like having a a graphics tablet um and i have i have a little wacom graphics tablet like a little i think it was like 60 quid or something Mm -hmm. Um, and i'm able to do tons of cool stuff using uh my software um but i think it's corel paint i use uh right now i switch between programs because i i I still not i have still not found the one that i think is the one I'm going to use forever, um, if such a thing even exists. But um, no, but it it's incredible, like the amount of stuff that you can fit onto a device that you can carry about with you. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it just comes from the fact that I grew up, you know, in, in a time when all of this stuff was exploding. Like I think of my first mobile phone being um, mm-hmm. a little garbage. It was actually my first phone ever was this um, brick and it had an oh, yeah. aerial that came out the top. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and I think I was like 12 when I got that. And when I first started texting my friends, when I think about the fact that, you know, that was obviously that was like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But that's only 20 years. And see how yeah. far that technology has come. Mm-hmm. Even uh-huh. PCs, because I was, I was talking to <laughs> Stephen recently about... Um, we have this old external hard drive that used to belong to my partner's dad. Uh, and we put all of my eldest son's baby pictures on it. And we were using it for like old music collections and stuff. I think it's like not even terribly. I think it's only like 200 gig or something. It's really old. Um, and we opened it up uh, because it stopped working. But it's one of those ones that's just... Uh, a box that plugs into the wall and then plugs into your computer. It has a hard drive in it that you can plug into your computer oh, yeah, if you yeah, unscrew yeah, yeah. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we unscrewed it because the it was an electrical fault. It wasn't like the actual hard drive is gubbed. The hard drive is fine. Um, mm. But we took it out because I was like, okay, we'll take it out, we'll plug it into my computer, um, and we'll see if we can get all the stuff off it. And I'll put it on a different hard drive or a flash drive because it's like not enough data uh that it justifies buying a new hard drive <laughs> it's like it literally could fit on a flash drive uh but we opened it up uh 
and it was IED, which is very old. <laughs> like yeah. it's not compatible with any modern uh, motherboards. And when we looked at the date, there was a little date on the sticker on the inside of it. And it was like 2004 or something. Amazing. Um, obviously, like my partner's dad had had this for for years and years and years, just kicking about the house. And he's like, "Oh, here, here you go. You can have this, son." <laughs> <laughs> it's so old. Because I didn't realize. I thought, "Oh, we'll just be able to plug it right into the." Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. So we have to get an adapter to get the data off of this hard drive. It's like so oh, much that's hassle. Brilliant. Yeah. But oh. but that's the thing is that the the point I'm making is that the technology moves so quickly, um, and even the fact that that thing worked for as long as it did amazes me. Mm. But um, and I think again, this is why I'm gonna I'm gonna say if you are starting to build a PC, definitely look at PC Part Picker and definitely uh, make sure all your parts fit together and work yes. together, and you can use that Ooh, connection 100%. with that thing because. <laughs> You don't want to be spending all that money and then go, oh, I can't actually use that, you know? Yes. Um, and wait until graphics cards are available. Yeah, please oh, do. Yeah. It's too um, stressful otherwise. Or... Go, just go buy yourself like a nice pre-made machine. I was going to say, uh, yeah, you should make a pre-built. <laughs> it's probably the cheapest yeah. way to buy a graphics card is to buy a computer. I take yeah. the graphics card mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, pre -builds that's are, ridiculous. Modern pre-builds now, depending where you go, uh, they actually tend to be reasonably good um like we don't skip out on certain parts like they used to like mm -hmm. my, my first pc and uh, the one i my very first pc that i bought with my own money um i was 16 and i bought it from the side shop and just literally remember across from the church near your old house claire see there's a there used to be a row of uh shops there was a pc shop that sat across from the church oh i know um, what you're talking about yeah yeah so they are that's where i bought my first pc what really yes and it was i think it was for 250 pounds i i bought it for and this was back in oh when would this have been i have been <laughs> probably around 2008 i think oh something my around God. that line and this thing was horrendous. It was absolutely <laughs> like the 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 parts it was made out of, like bits of stuff that I don't think like, you know you 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 would not ever trust. Um, it's got like a really cheap sort of a Chinese branded power supply unit that oh. I uh, that has like a, a a feature I did not know about until after I had learned what it did by flipping the switch. Flipping the switch. Was yep. <laughs> Yep, it changed the power uh, for the power supply unit to American power. It's 115 so, volts, I think. Yes, something like that. So I end up that I went, okay, well, to, to, to explain why I flipped in the first place, I was messing with my PC. I was like, I want to try and make do cool things with it. And I started editing the System32 files off my first computer. I'm like, I'm just going to change how things work and say, I'll, I'll look how to do all this cool stuff. And I broke something and it wouldn't boot into my windows because i'd broken windows system 32 now what you would expect to do would be to repair that windows by installing an installation media and then fixing it mm -hmm. that's what a reasonable person would do me as a young teenager who didn't know what was going on didn't know what happened thought i know this random switch on the back of my computer will fix everything so i flicked <laughs> it <laughs> and it went <laughs> and then all this green flashing of light smoke coming out the back of it i'm like uh oh, now it's not turning on. Um, uh, 
that's that, uh, it's just brilliant. Oh, uh, it's one of those things with PCs. It's like it's a journey. No, it's a journey. It's like if you're if you want to build a PC, I think the main thing as well with building a PC is that it will be very scary at first, and you will oh, make a lot of mistakes. Terrifying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't make any mistakes, but that's because yeah. uh, the only reason <laughs> I built mine by myself was because I was in a pandemic. <laughs> Christopher built mine like um like my previous computer and the PC before that was a Dell laptop that I basically oh. did some tick boxes on the Dell website in 2007 and it sent me a laptop that did everything I wanted and at the time all I wanted to do was play World of Warcraft so it ran and that was all I cared about um I also took a whole bunch of videos because I had a built-in webcam and I have those those are on that external hard drive that uh, I need the adapter for uh, and they're appalling some oh, of them they're so stupid <laughs> I will I will once I get access to them Excellent. but uh yeah I that's think also there is an infamous video that I made on my first laptop called Gara Want Cookie. <gasps> oh, yes. Uh, and I, I made that on Windows Movie Maker with my first laptop. Um, mm-hmm. And I was very proud of it at the time. But see, now I'm just like, why? It's why? So I can't good. take it off it's the so internet good. now. It has like 46,000 views. But um, <laughs> I think I still am secretly proud of it. You should be. <laughs> you should be. It is a magnificent. But it's awful. It's so bad. Um, but yeah. Um, I didn't really have that like journey of mistakes that that you guys did because I just mm. had Christopher on video call, mm. like trying to put my phone inside the computers. Like, have I connected that right? <laughs> Is it supposed to be hard to push the thing down on the processor? <laughs> have I broke my processor, Christopher? I think he was asleep at the time. Oh no! <laughs> just like phoning him, like Christopher, help! <laughs> I think oh. I broke it. I didn't break it. It was fine. <laughs> but that's the. I think the scariest part of building a PC is putting it's, the processor in. Oh, it is. Oh, without hundred percent. Yeah, my first PC I built, I had to get Christopher to help me as well. Um, so the first PC I built, I I I'd bought all the parts at Christopher's recommendation. We bought all the wee bits and bobs that we needed. Um, I was trying to plug everything in, and as I was plugging in the processor into the motherboard, you have to pull down the wee lever in the mm-hmm. CPU holding and it goes down and then it slots in but as I'm pushing it down it was the Intel I can't remember what it was an i5 I can't think what the actual number of it was but it, essentially as it was coming down it was making this horrible crunching noise and I'm like oh, it's really resistant it was really hard to push in I'm like I can't oh I don't like this and I'm like oh, lifting it back up again double checking triple checking reading the manual making sure this is definitely how it's supposed to be in there's no other way this can go in Trying again, going crunching it in. I'm just like, I just have to force it down and I force it down, put it in. I'm like, oh, I've probably broken it. Cold wet, you know, cold sweat going down the back. I'm like, I've, I've, I've broken this. Well, the I've problem is, you can't even boot it after you put the processor in. You have to plug all the other bullshit yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But you can check it. So I, I start plugging everything else in. I'm like, okay, everything's all plugged in. And I put it onto the computer. I put it up. I put the power in. I press the power button and it wasn't booting. And I'm like, oh no, I've broken it, haven't I? And I looked at the error LED that's on it and it came up. The error LED was saying cpu error i'm like oh no have i actually just broken this so i was so really panicked i took it over to christopher's and i was like christopher I, I, it's not working like i've broken it i'm pretty sure i broke it and he's like no we'll just have a look at it have a look and he's looking at the thing goes mm, okay and then grabs the cable and goes i know what you've done wrong it's the fact that you forgot to plug the power cable into the cpu <laughs> power pin and i'm just like 
Ah, so we plugged it in and it worked. <laughs> we're just like, oh, thank goodness for that. And it's like, oh, the fear. Oh, oh the fear. Just... The fear is palpable. Oh, yeah. it's, oh. if, you, it's like, um, I always think about it. Like, you know how you watch like thrillers sometimes or like drama programs on TV and like maybe somebody thinks that they might have killed someone by accident yes. and they're like oh no, oh no, what am I going to do I have to hide the body ah, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> how I imagine that feels oh like, yeah <laughs> because like, the first the country, time just I, I placed my CPU down and I went to pull the lever and I couldn't do it without Christopher on the screen <laughs> I was like I can't, I'm going to break it I'm going to, he's like you're meant to just do it. Like <laughs> you're not doing anything wrong. That's how it's meant to do it. You're meant to just put it in and pull the lever. It's not a problem. And I was just freaking out. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, it's man. scary when you know you're like, I know how much this cost me. And uh -huh. yes. Um, uh -huh. I like I, I understand that yes, this um heat sink needs to be tight on this, but I do not like how tight this is going. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Um But I think that I guess the most important thing is really um, with when you're building a computer, if you decide to build one, is don't just go and buy the most expensive computer. Think of what you want to use it for and then build it to suit that. Because at the end of the day, there's, no such, thi there's no such thing as future-proofing. I hear people talking about future-proofing <laughs> all the time. You're like, oh no, I'm going to buy this because it'll last no. me like 20 years. It won't. Um, oh, yeah. just... If you're lucky, you'll get like eight years out of 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 it, like mm. the way that I did with yeah, my my 100%. last PC. Um... And the other good thing is that you know, if if you get comfy building PCs, and that's the other reason I thought building it myself would would be a good idea. Um, is if I want to upgrade something or if something breaks, I know where everything is. I know what everything is. I'm confident enough that I can just open up my machine and take a look and see what the problem is mm -hmm. if there is a problem or i can just whip out that graphics card and put a new one in no problem um and as much as i'm saying oh i was really like scared the first time now when i open my pc to look at something or to put something in uh, which i had to obviously because i built it with the the 560 ti and i had to take that out you become far less delicate <laughs> Oh yeah, you're oh, so yes. careful, Just but it's not like out, shoving them. It's in. like, oh, why would this come out? Ah, like pure yanking it. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but it 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 gives you that like freedom, I think, to upgrade and change things, and you're not afraid anymore of your PC, and you become far more PC literate, I think, mm -hmm. from 100%. building PCs. It's it's an important skill, I think, particularly to have. Um, these days, for sure. These oh, yeah. days, yeah, definitely. Because it's... With with, the, with my PC, like, if I was... If I didn't know what I knew about PCs and the amount of things that went wrong mechanically with a bunch of different ones, it's like the amount of money it probably would have cost me mm -hmm. over the years. Um, and it's one of those things that when it, something goes wrong with your PC, at first it's like, obviously, it's a worry. But then you, you either contact someone, like, so maybe a friend who maybe knows more or a family member knows more, or you use Google... And you try to figure out what the issue is. And then when you find out what the issue is, you can then, it's almost like you, you learn that. And it's like, now you know that. If that happens again on any computer, oh, yeah. you go, oh, it's because of this. And you just go, but oh, I don't know exactly what's wrong. This is breaking. 
I've fixed a bunch of my friends' PCs with that where I knew it was a RAM issue because the way the PC was just turning itself off again. You're like, it seemed yeah. most likely yeah. to be a RAM Well, it's problem. like I, I tend to recognize a GPU error really quickly because I had a myriad of GPU errors over, <laughs> over the last couple of years. Um, and again, for me, that's like Christopher taught me that. Um, mm -hmm. And he's, he's great because he doesn't just go, oh, it's this. He goes, hmm, well, it can't be this because, and it can't be that because... So it must be this because yeah. you know he he explains everything. Yeah. Sometimes in a bit too much detail. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, it's like, no, just um, tell me what's wrong with it, please. No, just but he's he's fantastic, and it's it's wonderful um, being able to have him because he's like an encyclopedia of computers. Oh yes. Um, and what I love is I think every single person here probably wouldn't have built their own PC if they didn't have Christopher. Nope. 100 yeah. percent. Uh, <laughs> yes. Speaking Christopher, of um, Christopher and things that are wonderful, mm -hmm. Claire, how would you rate um, this grape juice that I've forgotten the name of because I peeled the label off? <laughs> Sangaria white grape drink. Sangaria white <laughs> grape drink. Sorry, um, Stephen, you can't uh, give a that's, rating. That's all right. But uh, yeah. I suppose you could give a preliminary rating on the, the can art. Um. Yeah, the, the packaging. <laughs> what do you think of the packaging, Stephen? Ah, the packaging. I've got the packaging right here. I've given me two. Uh, <laughs> I was prepared. Hold on. I'm not reaching. I'm trying to grab. But there we go. See, no, I had to be next to you the entire time. Uh, yeah, it's very pixelated. Um, <laughs> it's very it's... low res. It is very <laughs> it's really low res. I've got a big piece of like import sticker stuck over the top of it, but. Uh, yeah, it looks. I mean, it. It, it looks Japanese. And it looks green. Japanese. Yeah, it's green Japanese. You've got the grapes. And got a glass. And a glass. Yes, it's, it's just. It's just. It's. Overall, I feel like it, this is like the cheap end of the scale of drinks you'd get from a uh, like Japan. If we went, if you actually went to Japan, it's probably on the lower end, like the cheaper scale of stuff. It's like. Yeah, yeah I wonder is... if you can buy it in vending machines. You definitely oh, can, hundred percent. Probably, yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, my rating for the drink. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Okay. But the reason for that is because it's weird. It's like um the budget version of bubble tea. Yes. Because you've got you've got like grape juice. It's not fizzy. It's just grape juice, and it tastes like um, not grapes, but you know the fake grape flavor. Mm -hmm. You get it in Japan, and I think sometimes you get it in America. Like you can get grape Fanta, and it tastes like this, except grape Fanta is fizzy. Um, yes. what's that fake? I love that flavor. Yeah, I love that flavor. <laughs> like well. artificial grape flavor. Mm, perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, it's up there with bubble gum for me. Um, fun fact, and the last tangent, hopefully, of the whole <laughs> podcast tonight. Um, did you know that bubblegum flavour is artificial banana flavour mixed with artificial strawberry flavour? Do you know? Oh, and see, you once you, it? yeah, see the next time you have something bubblegum flavoured, now that I've said that, you won't be able to taste anything, like, just as bubblegum anymore. It'll just be like... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? Evil. No. Okay. But, but yeah, I, I, I give it seven and a half because it's, it's unusual. Uh, and when you get the grapes out of it, it's really weird because uh, it's like peeled grapes that have been, they have no pips in them. Uh, mm. So it's just very strange. But I, I quite enjoy it, personally. I, 
I'm I'm undecided. <laughs> I'm very on the fence. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a five and a half. <laughs> okay. Um, I I enjoyed the grapes part of it. I, there was a nice touch. Um, I do like bubble tea. Um, but I don't know. It's just it's just weird having like fake grape flavor with real grape is is just a strange combination in the mouth. I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm into it, but it's like I can drink it. So five yeah. and a half. Yeah. Is, I is mean, I tell you what, we have we have I've given on. I think that is the lowest score you've given on this podcast. Oh man, I feel bad. It does... I'm sorry. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm pretty sure we had a really bad drink last season, but I can't remember what it was. We'll need to go back and look at that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. And and well, we are trying to go a bit more unusual with the, the drink choices this season. Oh, yes. Um, It'll be more interesting. So <laughs> I, I hate to see what we'll be drinking in season three because I did go out of my way to try and find some very strange things. So... <laughs> Season three is going to be tough. <laughs> I feel so bad for whatever guests we have on season three. Don't um, scare them away. But, Don't scare them away. But yeah, as I said at the start, we will get Stephen's rating for this drink yes. at some point soon. Um, yes. And we'll get that to your lovely ears um, in the future. But yeah, next week is episode eight and we will be drinking jasmine tea. Um, and our topic is Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm so excited. I know, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I know, I know. I'm going to rewatch all of it. All of it, yeah. (laughs) It's so good. I'm so excited. It's so good. Uh -uh. Um, But anyway, thank you very much, Stephen, for coming and chatting with us and imparting your thoughts into our little bubble of of stew. Yes. Bubble of stew. Um, Bubble of stew. This delicious bubble of stew. (laughs) The grape juice has gone to my head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not even alcoholic <laughs> um but yeah so if you want to join us next week uh just pick up a nice cup of jasmine tea and drink along uh thanks again Stephen. uh and we will see you all next week well you'll hear us next week we will not see or hear yeah. you um no. unless you no. talk to me at some point talk to me give me a call <laughs> Calm's number is, you know. Oh, seven, 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 seven. <laughs> Just dox yourself at the end of episode seven. Oh. Oh. Well, thank you for having me on. This is nice. Kabloof. Kabloof. Say Kabloof, Stephen. Kabloof. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>